0: live
1: we're live. first and foremost before we go in i just want to tell y'all we appreciate the uh we appreciate your patience all right we know it you may feel like we been a little inconsistent but man we too in the lyrics it's samurai not in the lyrics but in the title of this pod it's samurai professionals all right we could come we could chop it up but we're both professionals. We still have we still have day-to-day tasks. Frank's a father of two and a half at the moment. He's a husband. He's a business owner of multiple businesses. I got shit going. See, after I name all your accolades, I can't really name a lot of mine because I already made you like all this other shit. So I'm going to just say, I got multi, I got lots of shit going on. <laughs> um, So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, we got a lot of shit going you like on.
0: The, you like to play with the cards close to your chest. You don't let everybody know what you're doing. Nah, I respect that.
1: It's not even just that. Like, I, I, got, I got other creative projects that I'm working on, but it hasn't taken away from this, but... And you know, my sometimes also, we
0: need a break.
1: There's that too. But also, you know, I, I do have my professional life that helps pay for, you know, you let your nine to five to pay for your five to nine. You know what I'm saying? You know, this is our five to nine right. for right now. And so, you know, it's hard to get schedules to link up so that we can make sure that we deliver on Monday. But guess what? Here we are, Monday, delivering to y'all. First of all, to all the mothers, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to Frank's wife. Whew. It's going y'all having a time. If y'all about to have a real Bro tell li- me about it.
0: <laughs> y'all tell about to have me a time, it. bro. Shout out to Juno and Sharonda. She gave birth to a beautiful baby boy.
1: Congrats, congrats.
0: Yeah, that was today.
1: Wow. She that's gave birth amazing. actually
0: a couple hours ago. Not even a couple hours ago, like an hour ago, we got the text that uh she gave birth. That's what's up.
1: Shout out to all the new mothers who this is their first Mother's Day. Shout out to Alicia, one of my closest friends. Shout out to her. Like, this is her first Mother's Day. Oh, that's
0: awesome. Shout out to you, Alicia.
1: You know, shout shout out to everybody who new mothers, our own mothers, our, our family members who are mothers. You know, we support black women. We may talk shit on this podcast from time to time, but, you know, we support black women.
0: Shout out to all the mamas, 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 babies, mamas, mamas. And baby mamas, 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 we love you all.
1: Thank you, Andre Benjamin. Um,
0: best lines ever, man. No,
1: it's one of the greatest ways. I, I use ways. it every year.
0: I use that shit every year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's one of the best ways to start it. I'm not going to lie. It was one of the best ways to start a song. And I was like, I already know where it's going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Ms. Jackson. Nah, but... In other news, nigga, it's hot as fuck outside, bro.
0: <laughs> it is hot, but bruh, the days have been so beautiful. Like this morning when I was taking my daughters to school and all that, I was like, damn, it's a beautiful morning. That sun was beaming. I'm not going to lie. It got to be hard on you. Because I know in your environment, where you work at, bruh, days like this make you want to play hooky. Like, it's hard to sit at the desk with the days looking like it, the way it's looking.
1: Nigga, and I got to... My, my whole back wall is a big-ass glass. <laughs> you know, big ass glass window. You feel me? <laughs> like I can see how beautiful it is to be out on South Beach and all that shit every day. But and you just see people having fun, a great ass drinking time,
0: smoothies on rollerblades. You don't even rollerblade, but they look fun on their rollerblades. So he's like, you know what? Rollerblades don't seem too bad.
1: Like nigga, I, I got it. You know, I, I don't own a pair of inlines, but a nigga fuck with. Bro. I rollerbladed. You know, I never roller skated at all.
0: I'm the other way around. I was more comfortable with roller skates than roller blades.
1: It's because it gave y'all that stability. But once upon a time, a nigga did go to private school and I did shit like, you know, roller hockey and shit. I was around white people, people. Like, give me give me a break. Oh, so you know how to roller blade roller blade. I can skate, skate. You feel me? But I haven't skated in a long time. So I'm never going to say I know how to roller blade roller blade because it's been a very long time.
0: It's probably like riding a bike. It'll come to you after a little bit.
1: It probably will take me a little time. But even when I used to go to like the roller rinks and shit and have to rent out shit, I used to have to, I used to have to get the. I, if they don't got the inlines, I'm not even gonna get. I'm not gonna waste my time trying to get on some skates. It's too clunky for me. I I'm used to a more of a being able to move, maneuver a certain way. I
0: ain't never tell this nigga that, but in middle school when we went to like, what was the, what was the name of the skating ring? We all used to go to filters on? Was it called Galaxy Skaters? Galaxy. Like it that? was
1: something like. That. I just know that literally all we used to do is eventually take off our skates and turn it into like a club in the middle but go ahead continue
0: right (laughs) exactly you remember those filters and i remember we used to go get our skates and Blondell be like one of the only niggas with a pair of inlines and i thought that nigga was the coolest dude ever i'm like when the fuck did he learn how to do that shit (laughs) 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 we lived on the same block our whole life literally (laughs) he lived around the corner from me it's like when did you learn how to do this but yeah, man. I and I barely knew how to skate. I used to come home with knots on my hip and shit, cause from
1: falling all the damn time. But I didn't care. I was still having fun. All all skating is about, like many of those trips, like dad maybe going to the pool, stuff like that. It's really like it's fun for us, but it's it's fun for like the adults to go and kind of watch us and shit. You know, watch us have fun. But we're really trying to couple up. Like I'm really trying to. Hey, who who need they, who need they handheld while we while we go around this rink. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who I need to partner up at the pool? Who you know what I'm saying? All like you know, she got to sit on my shoulder so we can do the um, so we can play chicken g- fight, chicken, chicken fight, fight. And shit. Next thing you know, she on my back. Next thing you know, I got a number. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's the small things.
0: Oh, when she's sitting on your shoulders, you hold her like this, so you know where your hands at. It the- look like it's on the smaller her back, but just a little slip, your hand ain't where it We ain't supposed to be.
1: Nah, I'm grabbing all ass. And you know, and you know you horrible children. But you know, like when they when they you know you're trying to hold on strong, because you know for the chicken fight, you know you gotta have a you gotta be the solid base. You know what I'm saying? Oh absolutely. You gotta be the solid base. And I'm you know, I was all I've always been a little stocky. So you know I'm solid down low, you know, I'm solid. So you know I can hold. (laughs) But you know they get that little pushback and you gotta you gotta use all your back strength and lean all the way back. Look now, if I grab some cheeks. To keep you level, it is what it is. It is what it is. We got it. We in this to win. Yes. And am I moving them from now? No. Because I realized this is the best base for the both of us. All right. (laughs) (laughs) But nah, man, it's just, it's, it's, that's just, this is where we are, right? Speaking of swimming, bro. All right. So (laughs) I got a little confession. You know, I, I try to keep myself as a, as a, um, a fashionable person. I guess I'm I'm trying to get there. Um but growing up I, I never I never could transition out of the basketball shorts. Size shorts. You know what I mean? Like you know growing up when we used to go to the pools and shit. Yeah. You know, basketball shorts was our swim shorts. Like absolutely. Basketball shorts and drawers. I'm going to bring a fresh pair of drawers for after cuz nigga don't want to wear have wet. I, I did. You look funny like you didn't.
0: No, I I dude, Hanes boxer briefs under everything. That's it. Cuz it held shit in place.
1: And that's really what it's you about. You don't want
0: to be flopping around.
1: No, 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 no. No. No, you know, it's not I'm not there yet, you know? What I mean? Like <laughs> you know, It's cold out here, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah.
1: I'm not on my A game. You know what I'm saying? I
0: need stuff to be held down.
1: You know, give me give me some support. But um even when I got older and I transitioned into Actually wearing swim trunks, I still needed to maintain that length of basketball short length. You know what I'm saying? Like I still that was what I felt I was comfortable with. Oh, you don't like the
0: swim trunks that come mid thigh? So that's what you're saying. So
1: a nigga went, you know, you know, like you know, when the hoes go out of town, they wear like they wear the swim, you know, the little the bikinis and shit. Shit they wouldn't wear in in town, but when they go out of town or go out of state, out of the country, they 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 they. They really get out they there. They show
0: out. A they little show bit out. More. That's
1: the word. That's the word. They show
0: out. And that, that says a lot from women in Miami because we live where a lot of people vacate. And if you feel you can't show out here, well, they do show out here, but they show out extra. Yeah. When they cross waters. It's
1: Especially just because you know.
0: Especially in the Caribbean somewhere.
1: I, come on now. You Let know. that
0: water be a little bit clear. Let them be able to see their toes underwater. they acting a the whole ass.
1: Whole ass. So, so yeah, I went to Turks and Caicos. <laughs> I went to Turks and Caicos, <laughs> and a nigga said, "Hey, you know I'm going out. I'm going out the country. I ain't bringing nothing but thigh shorts." Oh, you was showing thighs over there? Oh, that boy was wildin'. Uh, you know I'm going. I'm doing nothing but a butt knee. I'm doing nothing but a butt and knee. <laughs> and I ain't gonna lie to you. I did my little post on, on you know from a birthday and. All my little, all the love a nigga got for, you know, showing all the, you know, showing off a little baby thigh. I ain't gonna lie to you, nigga finna start fucking with these little it's all thigh shorts. No, these girls are heathens. They wanna see some skin. It's all tank tops and thigh shorts all summer 22. <laughs> <laughs> it's finna be a real hot boy summer for me. <laughs> hey man, do your thing. All right, y'all, let, y'all really let me get let me get comfortable to be like one of them big boys who be like, "Oh, y'all gonna get the body that guy gave me." I had no shirt. Do it. I ain't there yet. I'm telling you, I ain't you, there yet, Frank. Come on, you, see how you see, you see <laughs> nigga the
0: devil. These girls want to see skin. <laughs> show it to them. I can't do it. I got to live vicariously through you. You got to show it to them.
1: Nigga, you, nigga, you got the you got the full. You think you got the full? The rock tattoo all across your chest and your arm and shit. <laughs> nigga, you doing your thing. Don't don't push me. But yeah, I, I I don't know, dog. I I like, I wear them around now. I wear the little thigh shorts around the house, but y'all wait till the summer when it's like, cause right now it's hot as fuck outside.
0: You know, good fellas make a good pair of thigh shorts.
1: Nigga, where you think I got them from? <laughs> <laughs> nigga, <laughs> nigga, wearing a pair right now.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. I see you. Good, good fellas man. come through, bro. Good fellas is, hey, man, they come through. Nigga. They or couldn't have picked a better name for that brand. Oh Good hell yes!
1: Yeah. Or slide by the old by the old Nave, nigga. They got shit over there. <laughs> I almost asked you where I
0: said.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it took me two seconds to get it. Two seconds too long. <laughs> <laughs> hey, niggas was asking me where I got my little, you know, from a picture from a birthday. They was like, "Boy, where you? Where you went to Fashion Nova? Where you? Where you got that from, Shein? Where? Where you got that from?" I said, "Hey, this ain't nothing but some old oh, Nave." Oh, actually know how to properly pronounce She-in? Yeah some people say Sheen I let them have it You know what I'm saying I was one of them people That said Sheen <laughs> for the longest Until I read It was like no
0: This is a proper
1: name For the brand and I was like oh shit It was originally A women's clothing brand But then they incorporated Men's clothes in it And then right. Niggas talk about Sheen You know cause You know niggas
0: I still don't know If it's a Nietzsche Or NYC though I'm still lost there I don't
1: I always thought It was a Nietzsche But I remember but When somebody people broke it I thought it was it a was play like, On nah, NYC, NYC. I thought it was a play on NYC. See, you only second guessing that because now y'all F&D and not a Fendi.
0: Right. So I (laughs) I thought it was one of those plays, but either way.
1: Either way. Ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, welcome to another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, the podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table and we chop it up. I'm your co-host Marvin, Young Saint, Charles Flex Xavier that man beyond, and the man who lived long enough to let you know that the nigga next to me is the fucking villain. Oh, that's your intro now. The man to the right of me is over. (laughs) (laughs) That's over. (laughs) That's your intro now.
0: Okay. Same dude from yesterday and the day before. I can only be who I say I be, the F and F and D, one half of this P.O.D. Who else but me? It's Frank. Let's chop it up.
1: Let's chop it up, bro. No, you gotta remind these people who you are. Sometimes that's how You're I right. felt about that. That's how I felt about about letting the thighs out. I feel like I had to remind these, I had to remind these niggas who I was. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta
0: show them.
1: Yeah, you gotta and show them. And, and you know, and I've been getting a lot of response from it. You know, you know, my, 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 my little post got some love over the, over the little I bet
0: break. Your DMs blew up, didn't it?
1: I mean, safely. You know, I, I safely sift through them. You know what I'm saying? I don't. You know what I'm saying? Not trying to fuck up my political connect. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to be good. I ain't in these streets. Women be slick. They don't like
0: your shit or nothing. They just pop up in your DM talking about something completely different. Let
1: me tell y'all what you y'all... you know what they that for. Let me tell y'all what y'all do. Hold on a second. Let me drink some water. <laughs> Since we finna get spicy. Let me tell y'all what y'all do. Women... They it it people think niggas be nasty, women be nasty. So women are filthy. They're horrible. No, just when I see like the way they sneak, they sneak do shit. So you could have left me a comment on my on my on my picture like everybody else. You could have even liked it like everybody else. But what you do? You send my own picture to me and then write the comment. (laughs) They
0: let you know they see you, but they don't want everybody else to know that they see you.
1: And. It'd be different if it was like one of y'all. A lot of y'all did that. I was like, boy, y'all, y'all funny. Y'all
0: saw that subtle flex?
1: I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was a stretch. Saw I saw that know subtle if it was flex. flex. I'm
0: not going to highlight it. I'm going to just say, y'all saw it. If y'all ain't catch it, y'all ain't catch it. It's all right. I'm just saying,
1: sometimes you got to remind a motherfucker who you are. Speaking of people, reminding motherfuckers of who they are, who they are. Mike Tyson had to remind a nigga who he was. And all the stories that we didn't talk about over the weeks we've been out, that's the one I want to fucking talk about.
0: Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and we don't got to stay on that bitch long. But- yeah, no, I'll say this. I don't care how drunk or high you are. To not think Mike Tyson won't Mike Tyson you is a hell of a misstep. That is one person on earth that you know can put them hands on you. It would have made more sense if you would have fucked with Conor McGregor or somebody, not Mike. Mike, at the age he at, he could still put his fist through your forehead. Why fuck with him?
1: No, not only is he known for putting hands on people. Yes, he's a boxer, and yeah, he shouldn't, right? Because his hands are legal weapons or whatever the fuck. He eats people. And that nigga got no fear. You saw the, the dude who pulled out a gun on him? No, I feel like you're not staying on it long enough. Nigga, he tried to eat somebody in front eat of millions kids. of people. <laughs> oh, you oh, you're talking about Evander Holyfield. Yeah, he, he did eat that boy. Not only did he bite him, and not only did he bite that ear, the nigga was going back for a second taste when they called the fight.
0: <laughs> you ever seen that video of them four officers in the ring with Mike Tyson and all four looked terrified? Cause what they gonna do? These are four people with guns, and they look scared of the one man with gloves on. Granted, if I was one of the four, I would not want to be the dude to get hit first. Actually, I wouldn't want to be in the ring at all. I would I would have tasered that nigga quick.
1: Nah, nah, nah. He got to get a, he got to get a good taser, full strength.
0: I'm shooting that nigga with the taser when I'm on the other side of the rope. I ain't even in the ring yet. I'm not playing with him.
1: He looked at me. I just <laughs> saw what he just did to the dude with it
0: in the ring. Bro, I ain't playing with you.
1: I can't taste your ass so goddamn fast. It just if it was ever going to happen, it was going to happen to a white person. Sorry, <laughs> i I have no way to I have no way to sugarcoat that. Sometimes the people from 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 the Caucus Mountains just don't know when to say when. They already got an issue with like. Personal boundaries, right or wrong?
0: Absolutely, they don't know what the fucking stickers mean on the ground that that are spaced six feet apart. They always stand in between them, goddamn motherfuckers. Before
1: stickers. COVID, you ever have a conversation with some with, with someone from the Caucus Mountains and they're a little inebriated? It's as if they don't remember that. Hey, give could, could you give me a foot of space? Like, why are you talking right in my like you dead in you almost dead in my mouth talking to me? Like, could you move? Big.
0: It's always that one nigga that's really strong. He put that one hand behind your neck and he lean in to say everything like it's a fucking secret. But for the most time it's just gibberish and him saying he love you. Like dog. It's all good, my nigga. You Frank, ain't got
1: to you ain't got to do this. Frank, you letting you letting white men put their hand around your neck?
0: You you're focusing on the wrong thing. <laughs> Get back to the topic. We was talking about Mike Tyson.
1: No, no. An aside, have you seen this tr- this massive trend on TikTok? Massive trend. Bruh. Okay, so listen to me. So there's this... It started on Twitter, right? It was this, this thing that went viral where this girl... For most part, I've seen a lot of black girls who date white men. Okay. They'll take pictures with the guy having their hand around their neck and them calling him Massa.
0: He's at, he's wait, they're calling him massa.
1: Yes, the black women. And what is he calling the white guy massa, or they're holding her, or or he's holding her by her by her shirt collar, like like uh like it's a like a dog. Like a dog, collar. dog? Yeah.
0: Okay, two things. Nobody ever hold my neck like that when they drunk. And two. Wait. Is that like some type of sexual kink that they're doing that they're just recording?
1: No, it's not a it's not a kink. It's like some trend <clears throat> for interracial couples. They're they're doing that shit on TikTok. Like it became like a trend to do to call him massa, take videos and and be dumb submissive. And all. now now you're right. There is a kink like that called race play. Right. And we don't kink shame Man, on this podcast.
0: No. Um. In fact, Mano talked about it when he was on. Think is lip service. Yes, May know. He did. Uh, he did. I think one of the questions was like, "What's one of the craziest things, or what's what's one of your craziest kinks, or whatever?" And he was like, "He. This is the thing. When people say, when they know they're gonna say something fucked up, or they know they're gonna say something where they're gonna be way on left field about it, and they'll say, you know, don't judge me for this, or hear me out. Although they say, hear me out." even when you hear the whole story, it it never helps the argument. (laughs) I hear shit. It doesn't help him at all. I'm
1: waiting like, okay, what fucked up shit you about to say? (laughs) So he starts it
0: off with one of those prefaces, like, you know, hear me out or whatever, whatever. And he says, you know, in this kink, he's a slave and then he wants some white woman to like bring him in the house or like he's a slave who just got beat and then a white woman brings him to the house and like nurse him back to health or some shit like this. And now he's saying this to a room full of black women. So you could, before they even said anything, you could hear the, oh, hell no, in they silence. And it's like, dude, well, get your rocks off, get your rocks off. But my nigga, read the fucking room. Do you really think that was the the place to say that
1: shit? Bruh, I'm going to tell you this. So I've seen the clip, and I thought about bringing it up, but I'm glad you did anyway. Um. Like I said, we don't kink shame here. Whatever your kink is, whatever, whatever, right? Whatever gets you to where you get to. I feel like, and it's just me, <laughs> there has to be something wrong with you, your with, with your personality. <laughs> where you feeling your, where you feeling your security and all of that. I I can't find anything about slavery that will get my dick hard. That's just. <laughs> 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 that ain't gonna do it for me and dog I believe he said it cause you know these girls they'll be like they wanna suck your, your your nigger cock and all this other shit cause it's it's usually black men with white women or white men with black women I, bro I so that th- immediately soft <laughs> like the second the second you hit me with a hard ER or oh, I hear that cause for one why are you even why are you even saying that yeah, I'm sorry. It's something about. I Again. feel like it's got to be. There's got to be something. No, like do what you're doing behind your in your in your bedroom. But you know he. That's what we'll
0: never see out of eye on. And I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the people that have those kinks. I like. There's certain kinks when you uh when you hear it. It's like okay, I could kind of like people who like to be tied up, right, or blindfolded. It's like okay, I I could get that. You know, they, they mess with your senses. You don't know where the where the sensations coming from. They blindfold you, they put some earmuffs on. You can't hear shit. You just feel stuff on your skin, turns you on. Cool. Feather. Or if you're in a the pain, they bust you across your shit with something. <laughs> Whatever. Not, <floats> not you <laughs> across your <laughs> shit. Whatever floats your boat. I get it. But that particular kink, like you said, ain't it's hard to uh it's hard to understand. The 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 sexy behind somebody calling you that, so, or, or playing out a scene like you said ain't nothing sexy about slavery. Like when you hear the stories of what these people went through, I don't know how any of that could get your dick hard. So whatever he's into, let that be him. I just I I don't. It get ain't it.
1: for me. It ain't for me. And right. and like I said, he tried to he tried to take it back, and he was like, oh, I was just joking with them. No, nah, you wasn't, like you don't wait a whole extra day until after you see the reaction of people outside of that room, did you realize how wild that was? If that's what you into, that's what you into. But don't 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 be shocked it now. That's why
0: he prefaced, he been knew it was wild. That's why he prefaced it the way he did. Mm-hmm. If he if he was on the fence about it, where he's like, you know, this ain't that crazy, he would have just came out with it and been like, well, you know, I like this. And then when he would have saw the confused look on everybody's face, then he would have been like, oh, wait, that's too much. But him, starting, <laughs> but him starting it off with, you know, hear me out, you already know you was going to left field with that.
1: You, come on. You weren't going to left field. You was, you was planted in left field. You, you knew exactly what you was doing. He was probably
0: hoping one of them black girls would be like, well, you know, I kind of got this thing with white guys where they treat me like this and I'm into. So now he has some camarader- camaraderie in that weird space they're in. But that didn't happen. Them girls left them out the dry. Like, oh, hell nah, nigga, what's wrong with you? See,
1: I can't even, it's not for me. Like, honestly, when I, when, you know, I partake in the the porn hubs and the X videos, and what's yours? I think th- I th- you like the XXNX or something like that. I think that's one of yours. It's one of XX. What Something happened? like that. See, that's how you know I don't go to it. You know, I don't even know the I don't even know the combination. Um <laughs> <laughs> I can't even unlock the vault. Like I don't even know the combination. Um I personally don't I I don't like porn where white men fuck black women. I don't like it. Can't watch it.
0: Who searches for
1: that? But you know it come up. Let's not do that. You look for
0: you know it you comes look up, but I ain't searching for it. Here's or here am it is. I clicking on the little thumbnail
1: where I see it? Here it is, right? we're both fans of... of the, the only Trump we both support from this podcast platform is Tiana. Tiana. But the old <laughs> You know, we, we fuck with Tiana like that. But Tiana, it be a lot of white dudes in some of her shit. True. True. Okay, so I've seen it come up and I would just purposely be like, nah, can't watch it. And I'm sure she's sucking fire dick. Can't watch it. Not It's not going to work for me. No. Oh, man, it's been a while since we had a good porn. Hey... We're hitting all the classics, man. Shout out, shout Samurai, bro. Like it's been a minute. We got to go back to our roots. You know, we we ain't seen each other in a minute. Yeah, go back to our roots. But yeah, man, it just don't work. We didn't talk all week. Not even text message. Nick, Nick, look, let me tell you guys. Before before we recorded, I had to text Frank like, hey man, it's been quiet. You good? (laughs) Like we good? (laughs) I don't know. We and I think we we've sent each other like clips of shit of just like shit that's going on in the world. And neither one of us like responded to it. We hit it with a thumb up. Uh, uh, maybe a heart. <laughs> like, okay, that's cool. But we haven't had a conversation in a while, which is wild. But I don't know. Anywho, but yeah, man, it's a. I don't know that. teaches is on, but that massive shit. Like, where are y'all parents? Because it's usually though When I say these are young girls, these are like teenagers to like just getting into college age. From from the ones I've seen.
0: Yeah, if that was my little sister, I'd be hot. And not the, if whatever her and her boyfriend do behind closed doors, that ain't none of my business. I don't know about it. As long as they're safe. However, for her to put that out to the world like that, that is such a bad look. I'd be hot about that.
1: No, see, it's a, I think there has to be something going on. Because for me, if I was to see like my sister date a white dude, you know what I'm saying? I need her to be dating a white dude who understands the plight of a black woman. You know what I'm saying? And if he's that (laughs) type of-
0: tall, tall order.
1: He doesn't have to know it 100%, but he needs to be willing to learn as he goes, right? But the type of dude I would expect her to date-
0: that would be the basic. You would at least understand you can't go around doing no shit like that.
1: Here's my thing. The type of dude that I would expect, the type of white man I would expect her to date would never find it cool to do any of that shit. You see what I'm saying?
0: So you want her dating J.J. Reddick.
1: Not, not I'm not not even that. Like he don't even gotta be have played close. Play, play, he don't even gotta be Jack Harlow. None of them type like he don't gotta be that, you feel me? Black girls love Jack Harlow, don't they? <laughs> nigga. <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> um, I love that my response to your black girls love Jack Harlow, right? And my response was, nigga. <laughs> but I knew what that meant
0: though. Yeah, yeah, that... no,
1: no, no. No, I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, that's if I was to expect black women and and by all means I'm not putting a limit on y'all y'all date who you want marry who you want I don't care be happy but that's what I I would expect he would have to at least be willing to learn as close to whatever woke is around here before we got bastardized by by Fox News and all the media and shit he needs to have he needs to have some sort of knowledge and he put forth some sort of effort into knowing Something about black people enough that he would be like, Hey, I ain't I don't care how I don't care how wet your pussy get. I, I I ain't calling you that. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right. I'm not gonna lie. That's impressive as fuck for Fox News to take to take someone being enlightened or informed and turn it into a negative.
1: Yep. Not just Fox News. A lot of a lot
0: of media do it. Yeah, I, and I mean, I mean, just, just to pivot off this conversation, when you said that when Fox News bastardized it, bastard, ba- help me out, my nigga. Bastardize it. It's fine. Thank okay. you.
1: Bastardize. <laughs> you saw me. saw me fumbling, my nigga. Come on, help me. <laughs> help Higa. me. I got my bad. I saw you, but I felt like you know how sometimes when you when you you have newborns, you know, how like when they you see them getting ready to walk, and you're like. They might fall, but you got to let them try. You know, I, I felt like I had to let you try.
0: I man, I failed. Help me. Okay, But yeah, ahead. when you said that, it made me think. And uh, it's just, just sometimes it's, and when I say impressive, it's not me giving them props or anything. It's like, how the fuck y'all was able to do that shit? Like, now when you hear people talk about, well, it has a negative connotation. Now, and that was never supposed to be the point of it. Similar to what they did
1: with with cancel.
0: Right. And it's like people turn the whole cancel culture thing into something where it's like people being, you know, overly sensitive about shit when really it's the person saying some shit that's fucked up and not considerate of the folks they're offending. You get what I'm saying? 100%. So you have somebody, you have somebody that's, uh, Okay, let's, let's use us for an example, right? There's a lot of communities that we're, that we're aware of, but we're not part of. But we understand we can't speak on them in certain ways, right? The same thing with black communities. We could say the N-word, but we understand other communities don't have that same liberty. Now, if we started speaking on those other communities in all kinds of reckless ways, and then want to play the cancel culture card, we have no right to do that. We said some shit that we knew not to say. We're the assholes here, not the people who choose not to fuck with us. They're not the assholes. They're responding in kind. For every action, there's a reaction. For us fixing our lips to say whatever fucked up shit we say, the, the reaction is them choosing not to fuck with us. We can't villainize them and call them cancel culture. It doesn't work like that.
1: We're the perpetrators here. That's That's the thing. I have no problem... Because originally, black people, we've been... Canceling people long before we gave it a turn, before we gave it a name. Like, yeah, we all just say we don't fuck with that nigga no more. (laughs) Bro, that's our (laughs) shit. Hey, (laughs) we don't fuck with that nigga. Simple as that. (laughs) Like, long before, long before they gave it a name. But by giving it the name and giving it, calling it a. I heard that motorcycle. Let me tell you something. It's not a motorcycle, it's a car. And I'm going to get this off my chest. It's really been bothering me. Niggas with loud cars, if y'all on here, any of y'all listening, by all means, we appreciate y'all. But listen here. I just want to tell y'all something. Y'all be revving up your cars. They be going absolutely nowhere. Okay?
0: It went nowhere, John. It went nowhere fast.
1: Listen to me. Ain't no girl ever turned to their homegirl and said, damn, my pussy just got so wet because that car was so loud.
0: (laughs) Never. (laughs) No muffler has one. ever gotten anybody off.
1: It's not going to... Bro, it's, it's never done it. Please stop. I'll always
0: be a nigga like a Honda Civic or some
1: shit. Oh, definitely. Definitely a Honda Civic, the little hatchback one, two-door. Always them niggas. Big-ass muffler. And then the wheels
0: that are bit toward, I don't even know what you call this shit. Look like the car knock needed or something. Can't stand that shit.
1: You said it look like the car knock needed. Oh, because the wheels turn... Because the wheels yeah, You know big. what I see? You know it's... <laughs> I didn't even think about it like that. Oh shit. You know exactly what I was uh, talking about. I pictured the, I pictured the car because I, I swear a nigga had that car on Midnight Club <laughs> or Need for Speed. <laughs> <laughs> nigga used to take I used to stay with a little city. Midnight Club dub edition. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> nigga. Nigga, hey, nigga used to fuck with a little midnight club. Anyway, but what was I saying before that loud ass car interrupted me? <laughs> talking about cancel culture. Yeah, man, cancel culture by by them giving it a name and and giving it like this quote. They're always going after people and this and that. Like I'm all for people making mistakes and being allowed to grow. Like every time I hear somebody bring up some old shit from Twitter, unless we're talking something very lewd, like if if what they were saying was "ha ha," in that day, we gotta be we gotta be we gotta be like jokes from Martin right now. Martin, the TV show. Some of them jokes yeah, yeah. can't fly. Was it funny in the day? Yeah. Can I sometimes watch it now and take my mind back to the time when that was and I can ha-ha a little bit through it? Is it is that, a, is that probably not right, maybe, to some people's eyes? But I understood what he was doing in his time. Now, could those jokes be made today? No. And would I agree with those jokes being made today? No. But you know what I'm saying? Even a show like The Office. The My, office
0: the character Michael Scott he could not exist in today's television.
1: No, that show would be that show. That show wouldn't make it past the first first episode. The first episode right. of The Office is wild, by the way. <laughs> so there's no way it would make Nick. The second episode is it wouldn't wild. have made it past the pilot. No, it wouldn't have made it. I'm sorry, but sometimes you got to. I'm all for letting people grow from from past right. mistakes. But certain shit, but like you, you, you're in 22. You've been in 22, 2022. You know what's what's right, what's wrong, or what to get you to where you know what to get you quote unquote canceled or what to have people come after you. I'm when you make the mistakes, I'm gonna be like, all right, yeah. You read what you are Speaking saw.
0: of speaking of people growing from their mistakes, have you seen that interview with Charlamagne and that young lady on Showtime?
1: Or a clip of it? I've seen a couple clips. I know exactly what you... I, I really want to watch our show, but I'm really not going to pay for Showtime. Right. I love <coughs> these and I love these and Mero. I love them just to sit with the t- Bodega Boys. But
0: I'm not going to pay for now, Showtime man. for it's that. Too many, it's too many subscriptions. Everything is a fucking subscription now. It's like, I already got enough subscriptions. If I cancel one of these motherfuckers, then I might consider you Showtime. But in the meantime, y'all post our clips and I'll comment
1: on that. I'm, I'm a, to, um, speaking of subscriptions, I know, you, I felt like you had something to say before we get off of the Charlotte. No, because, okay, the reason I brought it up, because you said, you know, you,
0: you would allow a person to grow from their previous transgression, especially if they're showing growth in today's world, where if they're not making the same jokes. Um, how much time is allotted to, for a person to show growth? like with Charlemagne, some of the stuff that he did wasn't that long ago. Like um, the conversation with Love Mama. Um, I want to say it was another young lady not too long ago that people blasted him for. But as of recently, let's say in the past two years, <clears throat> he hasn't quite done that. So is it still Maybe not to that extent, to
1: but he has d- probably done some things. But go ahead.
0: So would you... Would you say it's fair to keep, continue to bring up those things
1: in, in conversation? hmm I think it's fair. And the reason why I say I think it's fair is that because of the growth he has, if if some people are are holding certain things against him, because of his growth now, he should be able to address where he was during those times. Because there's certain things like, you know, we talk on here all the time. You know, you guys know I bring up how horrible my Facebook reminds me I used to be. Like, I used to be a horrible person. <laughs> I tell you all that. but Now, because of some growth I've had, I could talk about where I was during that time and why that shit was probably a little wild, or not just a little wild, but it was probably wrong. You know what I'm saying? Because of the growth. So I don't mind people bringing up certain things. Like, I don't, I'm not saying they should hold them against you, but I don't think it should be like, oh, you can't, you can't bring that up no more. You should be allowed to bring it up. If you've done it and there's record of it, you should be allowed to bring it up. It shouldn't be thrown in your face and held against you every time. Like... Every time you do something, but people, you should be allowed to bring somebody to bring it up and be able to address it.
0: Okay. So recently, Joe Button spoke about victims being bullies. I don't know if you heard this. I heard the clip went viral. I didn't hear the viral clip that people were talking about. I just heard a couple of other people having a conversation about it, and I thought it was interesting. And what he means about the victim being bullies, say I did something to you, right? and he used the example of Evelyn Lozada and Chad Johnson when he headbutted her right so Chad Johnson committed physical assault on a woman and since then Chad Johnson has been on a positive path he has tv shows he's married now he's i don't know if he's married but he's with a woman now he has a new new baby and everything he's done since then has been in a positive light but it's been more than one occasion where she went back on record speaking of that incident after years of it happening. So you say you can't throw it back in a person's face, but the person should be able to address it due to their growth. Correct. Now, if she's not over, or whoever you... Well, let's just stick to them. If she's not over the event, is it her throwing it in his face, or is it her still working through that trauma?
1: I'm never going to tell the person who... in in this situation it was it was domestic it was domestic violence how are you going to be mad at the victim in domestic violence bringing up what happened to them right you see what i'm saying okay
0: but it's not not like she's going
1: around it's not like she's going around on tour trying to did like i really i don't really pay much attention to her but i remember kind of following that story for a while and post that season i don't it's not like you hear every day about her out here talking about chad johnson when it gets like the Joe Budden thing, when she she clapped back at Joe about this, about this clip you're talking about. And it's when other people bring it up now. He brought that up. She didn't say shit. Absolutely. <laughs> that's why I was thought it was and I understand sometimes, you know, people so many people rally around the victim that you feel like maybe they have the power to bully. But I don't think in this situation, that's kind of what happened. But that's just me. The reason
0: I brought it up to you now, I think you make a valid point. Like, if you did something to somebody and you've grown from that experience, it doesn't... it Your growth from that experience doesn't negate the fact that somebody still might be suffering from it and they still may want you to address certain things. Agreed. So if you did something, you still... got That's your bed. You still have to lay in it. Now, whether you fix it to the point where that person is content at where y'all at in your relationship and y'all both move on from it, great for you. But if that person is still stuck on a place and they're still bringing it to you, and however they bring it to you, it, it's still your responsibility to deal with what you did. So e- even if it was years later and she said, well, yeah, you did this to me. You hurt me deeply. That's still something he has to talk about. That's still something he has to answer to. Now, if she chooses to continue to bring it up in a in a public light, then so be it. That's your bed.
1: It's your, you made it. You made that bed.
0: Right. And I think a lot of people, they, they're quick to say, oh, we talked about this shit already. We addressed the shit. And sometimes it's not that easy. Sometimes a person has a hard time articulating what exactly was bothering them. Like, I, I know I brought up this scenario before, like with my wife talking about me leaving the toilet seat up. And it's when just looking at it on the surface, that's how it appeared to me that why she keeps tripping about the toilet seat when really her transgressions with me was more than just the toilet seat. It was me being considerate about the space that she occupied. But she didn't She didn't verbalize it like that. She verbalized it in another way. And I had to take a step back and be like, okay, what's the real issue here? And sometimes I think people don't do that. They don't take a step back to realize what's the real issue? Why is this person mad at me?
1: You know? No, I don't uh, know how we got here. No, 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 no. You don't have to do that. No, I, I get you 100%. Like, Sometimes you, people spend so much time, like, in all them situations, and, and we'll we'll jump off this after. But in all the situations, people take sides. They take they took sides through the Evelyn and the Chad situation. They took sides through this Megan and Tory situation. Um, right. And you're gonna you rally around the people you support. You rally around the people you support. I I I'm for that, and sometimes we we forget like there's real people behind all of this people love to take a side they love to be a part of a a team you know people love to feel a part of so we forget there's real people behind all this shit like real people feelings real people were hurt and we sometimes we never put ourselves in certain people's shoes you know what i'm saying and that's i think that's where we run into issues
0: this episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast is brought to you by our proud sponsor, FND. FND, we're more than just clothing. We are the culture. We are the people. We are you. Visit us at FND.com. That's E F E N D E E.com. To save 10% on all purchases, use coupon code SamuraiPro at checkout. You mentioned people not taking the time or the opportunity to put themselves in other people's shoes and I find that interesting cuz you brought up Megan a little while ago with people picking sides and I'm surprised at the amount of people who chooses who choose to side against Megan in this whole ordeal
1: it's um, a very interesting group of people
0: <laughs> yeah from my perspective I see a lot of women who didn't like I'm not gonna lie. When I see a dude side with Tori, not that I agree with it, but I get it. I ain't surprised. I ain't surprised. <laughs> I'm not. Sur- like, exactly. That's a better way to put it. I'm not surprised to see that. But when I see women, especially Black women who might have suffered or known somebody to suffer for some type of abusive relationship, for them not to see any thing to connect to there, I find that interesting. Um, do we know all the facts of the case? No so why pick sides they they were quick to say oh, nah she seemed like she lying and they went and they picked their side and it's like for you to not know or for you to know so little why are you so convinced
1: that this is what it is for <laughs> and recently she came up with that with that um with the interview um right and what a lot of people found their way to stick on cuz they couldn't really dispute too much of the whole her being shot and all the other shit. Um, what everyone seemed to have stuck on was the fact that she didn't admit to fucking Tory Lanez. Like, she she denied it. She took a break. She was asked did she have a romantic relationship with him. And and Megan, you know, did what, you know, niggas normally do where we ask a question back to buy time. She was like, a sexual relationship? <laughs> yes. And... Then, and she she took a pause, a breath, and then said no. No, they didn't. But that's what people harped on from that interview. That's the, that's the clip that I saw going around, you know, making its rounds. Nothing about the rest you're, of the interview. That's what people harped under, on.
0: You're more understanding than I am. Help me understand why is that important. Like, why was that question necessary? Why did we need to know if she fucked them or not?
1: I think the question was in context of what was the context of their relationship? Were you guys friends? Were you guys romantically involved? Because I believe the question was, were they romantically involved? Megan responded with the sexual thing. Oh, okay. I'm 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 not watching it in front of me right now, but I believe that's how right. it played out. But sometimes you, okay. in order to understand... How we got here. I need to know the context right. of your relationship. Are y'all were y'all friends or this or that? Like, how did we get to this point where yeah. I mean nothing explains how all that shit went down? And eventually the court will release all the shit and we all can all move on with our lives. I actually cannot it, it, wait to move on with our lives from this Megan and Tori shit. But right, but I'm always surprised about the people who side who are on the, like oh she's lying. Like that side is it's because it's it's groups of people who normally don't agree on shit. That's why it's weird. (laughs) That's why it's weird (laughs) to me. It's been bothering me for a while.
0: Yeah, and that's those same group of people. They're divided now. I mean, have you heard Kevin Samuels passed away? I, I, Honestly, I
1: wasn't going to talk about it because, I mean, it's confirmed, but it's not confirmed. You know what I'm saying?
0: Uh, No, I've seen it confirmed on several different uh, sources. Reports are saying that he was with the young woman and then he started speaking on chest pains. And then he collapsed on top of her. Um, paramedics were called, and they were unable to resuscitate him. That's as much as was stated. They were. They was probably enjoying themselves. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna put anything out there, but.
1: I've I've seen what looked an, like it a mock up. I I seen what it looked like a mock up of the police report. It looks like the police report um and it it why did you know it it redacted her name and and everything, but it did leave their ages out there. She was born How in 1999.
0: 1999?
1: Well, I mean, the, the 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 only other alternative would be 1899 or 2099 and eat, both of those things can't be true. So, I'm going with 19. <laughs>
0: I mean I'm not surprised that
1: he was with a younger
0: woman. Have you seen him with any
1: woman older than the age of 30? I've never seen him with a woman to be honest. I had never seen him with women. That's that's just I'm honestly I don't I don't follow Kevin Samuels. <laughs> I don't like keep up I I don't keep up in the blogs that have him involved in it. So I, I don't know.
0: I don't follow him either, but I've seen clips of him out like entertaining women like at a bar having drinks. And the women I've seen him pay attention to is younger women. So, I'm not surprised that, you know, he was in the presence of a younger woman when something happened. Um, Hell, he's just the same man that felt that if a woman was over the age of 35, she was over the hill. You right. And, boy, are they letting him have it. A lot of those women that he offended, if they could physically dance on his grave, they would.
1: See, I'm not into... Like, I don't see any... I don't get any joy of... Anybody being dead. Like, I, I don't I don't I don't get any joy. Like, here's my thing. If you didn't support Kevin Samuels, him dying hurts his family and those who love him. But why does it affect you? His death don't change what his message was. If you felt the way about his message, his death doesn't change that.
0: I guess in their mind, they saw him. As the messenger that repeated and reinforced these negative messages that affected them, true, true. And since that person that were the originator, if you will, of these messages is gone, they feel that okay, there's nobody else to carry that torch. So those messages kind of die with him. There, nah, there's no new. Do you know messages. how many
1: podcasts were birthed out of out of? But he was shit.
0: the leader. Though.
1: No, he's definitely the leader. But you know how many po- right. like. I've seen podcasts that I, I semi-pay attention to because they talk about relationship ideas. And I listen to some podcasts purposely for strict research purposes. We come on here as, I, I guess, I help produce the pod that we do. So I pull a lot of topics. Help. Uh, no,
0: nigga, you produce the pod that we do. Don't don't sell yourself short. No,
1: I appreciate that. but But you see what I'm saying? Like... I try to understand what people are listening to and stuff like that, right? So I listen to a couple of them. They're like, just for relationship I did. And I know pods who have completely, like, had a special podcast just to dedicate to him. You know what I'm saying? He has- In a positive light. There are children- are, You're going to see a large uproar of the children of Kevin Samuels, right? Whether Kevin Samuels' message was his message. I'm not saying it was wrong, because there's certain people who believe and think like he does. I'm not saying it was wrong or it was right, but- you're gonna see a lot of those guys. You're gonna see those. You're gonna see guys who see what Kevin Samuels does and try to do the exact. Remember that dude who went viral, that that those two guys who went viral for um, who was it? Asian doll was there at their at their Fresh pod? and Fit is their name. Whatever that podcast is. Remember we blanked it out. The I know it's
0: the you know Middle Eastern looking
1: guy and a black, yeah, yeah, yeah. black dude
0: with glasses. Yeah.
1: How they don't date black women and this is not and, that and yes, calling yes, them sure, shenivas sure, or whatever that. whatever. That is probably birthed a little bit out of the Kevin Samuels um, rhetoric, but taken to a very, very far extreme. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because they thought, and they did, they went viral, but I ain't even heard from them niggas since. Haven't heard a thing. Like after that clip, a lot of people was like, yeah, y'all boys wild for that. You done. I haven't heard or seen shit about those boys ever since. But I say all yeah, that I to say. I haven't
0: really looked for him, but nor have I seen any of uh, a clip from them going viral.
1: Exactly. I say all that to say that message or or some of those thoughts will still be around. Um I just I I don't get I don't I don't I wouldn't get any joy of watching a black man die. You know what I'm saying? And he died, and you know, he had already talked about how he had uh, stage three, I believe he had stage three cancer. Um, he had admitted oh. to that, you know what I'm saying? Like,
0: and as okay. someone who's did had not, family members die from, g-
1: from cancer. Like, I, I just can't see myself finding any enjoyment in, in a black man being dead. Like, I, I just don't see it.
0: I don't find enjoyment in it either. I was just trying to understand where they come from. And that's the best thing I can come up with, where they saw him as he led this charge on. Because although I've seen clips where Kevin Samuels talked down on both men and women, let's be honest. of the clips that go viral Is him talking sideways
1: to women That's where his bread and butter is
0: Yeah So if whether you listen to the show And hear him talk about low value men Those don't go viral It's the ones where he's telling a woman Oh you're over 35 and you got three kids You know What you mean you want a high value man It's those clips that people see and they laugh at And let's be honest his fan base has a certain category that people group them in. These are the dudes that are that are ain't shit, ain't got shit going for them, but they feel they need the humble women because women look at them and what they bring to the table and it's like, nah, you you don't provide what I need. And now those dudes are feeling less there. So when they have a dude that they could rally behind because they feel he's quote-unquote humble women or he checks them, now they feel they have a champion.
1: You're right. You're right. I, I I I get that being the the general consensus of, of those who listen um but like I said at the end of the day I'm not gonna find no joy in it I understand them them women like I think that's wild to to be you know you know I say that because if if Donald Trump died would I be like mad or I wouldn't be happy but
0: be honest with you if i were to wish anything on donald trump it would never be death it would be for him to become incredibly embarrassed and shunned because if he dies he becomes stronger he becomes a martyr mm. if he oh, can't say somebody killed him it, he could
1: just like you know pass away
0: even if he just passed away people want to carry on his message but if he becomes embarrassed and he be and, and it shows that yo this dude was a sham or this dude's an idiot now, the people who rallied behind him, they're going to feel like, damn, I was an idiot for following this dude. And then that's what... Like, I told this dude a long time ago. He was a white guy. He was like, why do black people hate Donald Trump? And I'm like, to be honest with you, we, it's not that we hate Donald Trump. We hate the message he brings. We hate the people that he emboldens. That's what we don't like. Him personally, we could give a less than a fuck about him personally. It's the people and the groups he ignites. That's what bothers us. Do you, do you, and I, do you
1: hate Ted Cruz personally?
0: Ted Cruz. Him? <laughs> I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rafael Cruz, I don't... Not him I don't <laughs> like. He's an asshole. But Trump, I couldn't care less for. He's just an idiot businessman. Yeah. Who lucked out and became president. Ted Cruz is just an idiot.
1: All right, real quick before we get out of here, um, NBA playoffs, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's been a good playoffs
0: this year, man. I, I was... want
1: to say this is probably it's given me bubble vibes. You know how I like in the bubble, like it was very every competitive game, in
0: the bubble. It was good.
1: Every game was good. I think this this season. A
0: lot of people might not agree with you. I agree with you, but a lot of people didn't like those bubble
1: playoffs because they teams got waxed. I thought, honestly, I'm not even... And I watched many playoff games outside of just the Lakers games. Um, some of the bubble teams, like, those were fire. Like, I don't care what y'all no, said. No, it was, it
0: was great basketball. Some great plays were being made.
1: Because niggas was... No, I, I remember when people was talking shit about, like, oh, you know, the Heat wouldn't have made it if they weren't in the bubble. Guess what? The Heat number one right now? <laughs> the Heat about to... The, the heat, heat has a solid team. No, no, no. But you remember, that was a lot of the rhetoric yeah, at the yeah. time. But look, the Heat about to go to the Eastern Conference thoughts. Finals again. Right. Say what you want, but I think I think this has probably been some of the most competitive games. Like even even the mm-hmm. even that even though the Nets getting swept, which is wild to me, still probably the the biggest. I'm not gonna say an upset, that, but bro, no, y'all couldn't pull yeah, off a game.
0: I, you could say it's upset. People thought that even without Ben Simmons, people felt the Nets had what it take to advance. Especially they was getting Kyrie back full time. I mean, I guess there was things they didn't they didn't consider with his religion and him practicing Ramadan and not eating and that affecting his output. And then even I, though they had Ben Simmons, he didn't. I thought I thought they did Did they back. have Ben Simmons? You sure they had him? <laughs> he was on the bench. He's on the team. The team has a contract with him, but man, he. At no point, he didn't say, which was surprising to me. I thought, you know, hey, you're you're outside of Philly. You're done with that scenario. I understand you talked about getting right mentally, so I figured they'd probably give you a couple weeks. But time for playoffs, I thought you was going to be there. And even with the team down to 2 he didn't even say, like, look, I'm going to step on the court. He didn't do none of that. I thought that was crazy.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know what was going on there. Um, the Timberwolves, Timberwolves. I, I not just the Timberwolves. more importantly, the the protest for the Timberwolves though. That was crazy. Okay, so you know, I had to like, I was, I was, I remember seeing the person handcuff themselves to the to the um, to the to the pole, and I was, I had to go. I was like, well, what, what did they protest? You so. The owner of the Timberwolves owns a, chicken, a chicken. farm. farm. <laughs> <Right?
0: Yeah.
1: laughs> like, I'm like, wait, what? So the owner of the Timberwolves owns a chicken farm that makes the eggs and all the other shit. You know, all the other chicken and products spill, that we'll
0: he kills the chickens in an inhumane way.
1: No, so what happened was a large portion of his chicken population got, got bird flu.
0: Oh, uh, okay. So
1: they were upset that he had to kill he killed the chickens, and they also felt like he killed the chickens in an inhumane way.
0: What he did, just set them all on
1: fire or I, I, I didn't even get that deep into it. Because that that's where I was done with it. These are the same people who are upset about a wing shortage. My connection to that is, how the chicken get on your plate? What you so mad about?
0: Which I wanted bird flu wings?
1: No, I'm just saying. No, because them chickens was going to die anyway. The same way the chickens that's on your plate, the wings that's on your plate, they was going to die regardless. Right. I'm not. I, it's always like I'm. I have no problem. I really don't think animals should be treated poorly. Like honestly, they have to die. I understand, you know, because he didn't want the 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 rest of the bird flu to keep going. But how come these protesters got money? That's what came to my mind. Because they oh were the, seats are, the seats, the great, them seats, great. My God, they <laughs> were sitting behind the players. My my biggest issue is these same white people. You don't know that chicken from from left leg, right leg, breast, thigh. You don't know that chicken at all. But you know, you know, you know, Frank, you know, that black guy, Frank, you you know, you know, black Marvin from, from, from <laughs> black Marvin, <laughs> you know, Marvin you from HR, Marvin. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know that, you know us, but I don't never see y'all cape for us the way you cape for them.
0: Oh, no, because they don't see us as people or anything they care for.
1: No, they, they will cape for an animal though. Like it's crazy. Absolutely. You was gonna eat that chicken anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. They'll cape for an animal all day, every
0: day. It's even worse if you think about it, because it's not just black people. Look at it with women. Especially if it's a black woman who's who's in, okay, that dude that played for the Seahawks, he had a black wife. He was whooping her ass. Yeah, he got fired and, and released, but they didn't make half the fuss about him like they did with Michael Vick. And Michael Vick, he was fighting dogs. And he wasn't even him fighting dogs. He gave his homeboys the liberty to fight dogs on his property. He was busy trying to break single-game rushing records for a quarterback. These niggas were fighting dogs on his property in Virginia. They threw the book at him. And even when he went to Philly, them niggas were still mad.
1: These organizations must have money. We got a lot of money because they have the that, that was some of the best seats i've ever seen for me to just let me tell you i, I might have got there ready to protest chicken and been like nah but these these courts are like i ain't never said of course like we're gonna do it late game late game late game i ain't go i ain't gonna go, go do it half i ain't gonna do it halfway through the game like
0: nigga you're close enough to literally hear what the players are saying to each other on court I'm not fucking that up, not for no chicken. Nah, I want, I want it. And this ain't even like this ain't even preseason or regular season courtside. This is playoff courtside. That's a premium.
1: I'm, hey, I'm look. You paid twenty thousand dollars to you hear get about the tackled lady who, on the court. You hear about the lady who tried to glue her fingers to the court? Yeah, what type of fucking was she using? Like gorilla glue, some fast setting
0: shit? Like what get, type of? But bullshit? in what What's world
1: that? did you? But if my thing is. The dedication you had to have been like, y'all going to have to take my hand off (laughs) to get me off the court. They would have. Snatch your dumb ass off the bitch, (laughs) quit. Oh, and that one lady, let me tell you, that motherfucking security guard better had got a fucking raise. (laughs) That nigga, (laughs) that nigga, the way and when I went back and watched the tape, right? I'm he watching. Was there, I'm like this the whole time. He was ready. He must have had radio from upstairs like, "Hey, watch blue shirt." Like, like he was yeah. he he yeah, came he sat down up, next though. to them. He watching, he he seen the lady pull out the camera. And then that girl started running and he was already it was like he her said, "Hut." The way, that, <laughs> <laughs> the, the way that nigga got off the line. That nigga had a burst in the board. That nigga that nigga Goldberg speared her ass.
0: Like what the you fuck ain't is gonna you doing? Let her glue herself to the court.
1: He got her ass so fat. Hey, I, i like, I hope he get a raise.
0: Speaking of securities getting a raise, real quick, did you see what Dave Chappelle's security did to that boy who tried to tackle him on stage?
1: He tried to Goldberg spear. <laughs> he tried to Goldberg spear Chappelle too. If you think about it, you saw him try to go for it.
0: I'm gonna post the picture. Y'all stare at that picture and try to name, try to list the injuries y'all see from that photo. This nigga's shoulder looks broken. His, his elbow fucked up.
1: That nigga had the chicken wing. <laughs> the wings we was- That nigga, nigga that had that the nigga chicken wing. That, that nigga arm was Dude, chicken wing I was wing staring shaped. at that
0: picture like, damn they fucked this boy up. Nigga, the whole what? Left side of his head? Like the top part, right above the eye? That nigga got a knot the size of Massachusetts. Like, bruh, they beat that boy. I would I would want to see that ass whooping. To have somebody end up looking like that, that ass whooping had to have been marvelous.
1: You heard Chappelle say they stomping him right now. <laughs> like, he was already back on the mic.
0: That that ass whooping probably looked like the ass whooping the Powerpuff girls put on Mojo Jojo. Where Not it's Mojo. just dust flying, <laughs> and you just see the hands just going down. <laughs> they beat his ass. What was you what and was- in the picture? He looked like he was too disoriented to be in pain. Like, he still didn't quite know what the fuck was going on. I
1: hear the kid, like, 23. He's, like, mad young. What was the thought back... What was the thought process at the time? Clearly,
0: it was none. It was none. Like, dog, you gonna rush Dave Chappelle? Like, dog, it ain't like... Like, some people try to compare it to Will Smith and the Oscars. These are key differences. The Oscars is a who's who of Hollywood. Mm -hmm. These people are of the same community. These people are, quote-unquote, upper echelon. You don't expect thuggery from upper echelon people, quote-unquote.
1: Not the thuggery. So
0: for Will to prance on stage and slap the shit out of somebody was unfathomable. I know I fumbled through that Uh, word, No,
1: you know what? I was just about to say, I'm always amazed at the words that you could get off and the words that you can't. Because you said... (laughs) I was gonna stop you early, cause nigga, you said Massachusetts real easy. I was like, okay, okay, Frank. <laughs> okay. And then you say unfathomable very easily with, with with the ease of God. And I'm just amazed at the words that you that you fumble on. You still. You still add an essence to samurai. I mean, we this 84 episodes in. Like we like it's the words that you choose to not be great on. You just, it's like you you willfully choose not to be great sometimes. And I think you should work on that. It's something in your heart.
0: I, I probably should. I probably should. But yeah, with Dave Chappelle, it's not the same crowd. Yeah, he's performing for a bunch of random people. We don't know what kind of folks in the crowd. So security is gonna be on high alert. And that's what you saw. Security on high alert responding to a crazy in the crowd. And you know how I know that dude was crazy? This dude had a fake crazy gun able his turn. that Go was ahead. a knife.
1: <laughs> you know what?
0: He had a fake gun
1: that was... Who does that? I don't like calling people crazy. I, I, but the fake gun with a knife thing was funny. I'm not going to lie to you. Because when I heard it, I was like... Well, two things could have happened. You could have just went up there with a knife instead of a gun that turned into a knife. Or you could have just went up there with a gun. Like, you had options here. And you chose the worst of the three. Like, you... What was the thought now? It was such a weird weapon. Like, who does that? I didn't even know they made those.
0: (laughs) Me me, neither. Because it seems very impractical. I'm going to pull out a weapon... That I that looks like a weapon that can hit you from a distance, but I gotta get up on you to use it. At least if you had a knife that that concealed the gun, now the person think okay, he can only hurt me if he gets close to me, and then I could stand ten feet away and shoot you with the gun knife.
1: I guarantee. the gun- But <laughs> <laughs> this nigga Frank stupid as fuck. I guarantee you, this nigga has never done anything like that ever in his life. Because let me tell you, he didn't. He didn't think it through. Regardless, anyone who's owned a gun, or you've been in situations where guns have been involved, everyone knows if you're gonna reach, you're supposed to be prepared to shoot. Don't reach, absolutely. Because if you, because if Frank sees me reach, he's gonna shoot me. Because <laughs> now I've by the reach and going for my gun, I have already threatened his life. He's now in full self defense mode. I could be dead.
0: That's why the little baby got off on that video.
1: I haven't, I got, that's a whole nother conversation. But okay, conversation for another day. (laughs) For another day. But if I'm gonna reach for a gun that's not even a gun, I'm already risking my life. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't know what the other person got. If they got a
0: gun too, they gonna use their gun. What you think? They gonna pull out a gun knife themselves? And now y'all gonna look like that scene on the. On the beat it video where y'all holding each other forearm dancing in a circle trying to stab each other, hey, hey,
1: all every time you say that all I hear is them asking him, why did you bring a gun? If he's sitting there sounding like Twenty One Savage, it's a knife.
0: It's a knife.
1: <laughs> gun knife.
0: Imagine if somebody. <laughs> Imagine if somebody put that shit. The relief from terror that you will have, like, they pull out a gun, you're like, oh, shit, I'm about to get shot. And then that shit flip over and it's like, like oh, it ain't that bad.
1: Because <laughs> look, because now we go from, you have, like, you do have a, a knife, but my chances of living it just become <laughs> increasingly better. Because now I'm going yeah, tussle with I, you. We're going to tussle yeah, now. <laughs> you got to get, now you got to get up on me
0: to use that. I can, I can run. And clearly, you can't fight not very well. It's, those injuries Tells me he couldn't. He didn't protect his face at
1: all. No. I that's ain't see not a nigga with that's a broken
0: shoulder like that.
1: Nigga, you ever been jumped? Yeah, nigga, you got to protect your face. No, how did you that? ever been jumped? No. All right, neither have I. Thank God. You know what I'm saying? Thank God. I've never been jumped. But it was probably eight to 10 niggas stomping on him, kicking him. You understand? Only one of them kicks got to get through. Only one of them kicks got to get through. And then what your hands do immediately once you... uh. And now, damage, 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 damage. Once they break your guard, you done. (laughs) 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 Nigga, don't you watch MMA once you break that guard? Like, hey, it's over.
0: I'm still curious to know how they broke his arm like that, like... He did ate a few while he was asleep. they
1: just him holding that arm? And Everybody was trying could. to pull out of him to get a shot. He ate a few while he was asleep. I almost guarantee it. A few? You see that knot
0: on his forehead? He ate more than a few. He ate more than his fair share. Got to be more careful. Got to be more careful. Probably sitting in that hospital bed like, like, what the fuck was I thinking? How did this was supposed to play out? It was supposed to be like this. This one left,
1: <laughs> like his elbow.
0: <laughs> Started like a movie from the nineties. You're
1: probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> yeah, hey, just like that. <laughs> some something you can hear Silk the Shocker voice in the background. <laughs> I don't know why. Whenever I think about, her, whenever I think about that scene of like his car going into the water, like that's whenever ever somebody tells that, you probably wonder how I got here. I always think of whatever. What movie is that? Oh man. Oh, I got to think about it. It's not, I got to movie where he knew
0: Kung Fu, right?
1: It was weird. Whatever it was. It was weird. <laughs> Street um, nigga from New Orleans knowing Kung Fu to beat up people. Bro. But how do we get... Oh, security. Speaking of... Speaking, we were talking about security at, at the NBA. Right. Another thing that I like out of this is... Love seeing the rise of John Morant. I think... Absolutely. We're watching... Uh, He's already been a star, but like we're watching a superstar, superstar. be born, right? And I like seeing his father there every game, supporting and loving his son. Like I think more people need to see that shit. You know what I'm saying? But there was some. A lot of people had issues with it, right? I seen people trying to say like T. Morant about to turn into the next Levar Ball and all of that shit. You know what I'm saying because you know people villainize Levar Ball. Now, mind you. LeVar was leaning into the to, to the to the villain side, right? Like he was leaning into y'all gonna keep giving me attention. I'm gonna keep getting attention for my boys. Like it was a business. I get that. Is LeVar Ball annoying as shit? Yes. But I get what he was trying to do, and we can't say shit, because guess what? He got two superstar boys in the NBA.
0: Well he would have had three if if <clears throat> if LiAngelo didn't get into that issue with China. But even if T Morant were to be the next. Lavar Ball. Is that a bad
1: thing? Absolutely not. All, all LeVar Ball... LeVar Ball tried to turn himself into a celebrity, but I understand what he was doing to get his son there. Now, the difference between him and, and T. Morant is Jaws already to the moon, right? So, I think the only thing people have issues is here's another black dad getting... He's supporting his children. Because all T. Morant is doing is sitting courtside... Supporting his supporting his kid, making jokes with the other parents, like other like in every sports game where the parents get together, making jokes with the other parents having a good thing. So now people have an issue with him because he's gained a little bit of celebrity, kind of because he looked like Usher. But that's a conversation for another day. But <laughs> he does. But what what is so wrong with him supporting his son, being Absolutely. his son's number one cheerleader?
0: <clears throat> I'm gonna just touch on this with Levar people call him annoying, people call him the villain. It's two types of people that really garner a lot of attention in sports. You have the athlete that's a loudmouth, that talks a lot of shit, like uh, Draymond Green or Patrick Beverly. They're never viewed in positive light. And then you have <clears throat> you have the guy that's probably talented head and shoulders above the competition, but to be that person You've had to been in a league for a while to be that person and be loved, and even when Kobe Bryant was that person, it took a while for people to love him. Now, what would be an easier route to get people to notice your kids without labeling them the villain is to be the loudmouth and and take on the role of villain yourself, which is what I feel. Uh, big baller Brand did. Okay, he became the he became the loudmouth. So whenever. You, If if Lonzo Ball would have talked shit saying, oh, I should have been the number one player drafted, people would have looked at him and been like, man, fuck you. Who are you you to say that? But let his father say it, he he doesn't take that backlash. People look at LeVar and give him that backlash. But at the same time, they're going to pay attention to his son. His son is just not going to get the backlash.
1: He brought them notoriety. He brought them notoriety.
0: He brought them notoriety without making them villains, which is incredibly difficult to do.
1: Okay, I'll give you that. And similar to what you're saying, <laughs> Drake said too. Drake said, Imagine your son makes the league and he's a jaw, a mellow, a Lonzo. All you can do is be elated and competitive and over-supportive And it's a rite of passage. It's it it you know, it's normally a rite of passage for the OGs to talk shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's always been that way. When you on the when you was out there playing sports, like it's good to have parents out there talking to you. I'm sure your brother was out there talking shit, like you know, that's my brother, this, this and that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's what it's for like that's my kid right there. I'm number 7, that's You're mine. Proud. You know what you I'm saying? You mean? saw the hard work they put in. <laughs> so Drake was like, "Hey, I know I'm going to be this way even if my son is in a in the in, a, in a, a a Rubik's Cube competition." Like that that's that's the level of support a black father should have, right? So there was a, a random fan a random somebody on Instagram that thought he'd be, he decided to be a troll and he said, your son probably played with ghostwriters. One, that wasn't
0: all, even a good joke.
1: Lame. Lame ass joke. I'm glad he did. I'm glad the joke was so lame because, man, the clapback and the follow-up is probably some of my favorite. Y'all think Future Toxic? Nigga, I love me some Toxic Drake. <laughs> okay? When Drake is on his full Toxic vibe, that nigga, Drake, responded with, I just followed your girl because she probably she's probably miserable and needs some excitement in her life. This nigga followed that, that man's wife.
0: You want to know something about that? All of that could have died right there. But that man went ahead and sent screenshots of Drake actually following the wife. That man went, and well, Drake also messaged her. And all he said was, I'm here for
1: you. Drake said, I'm here for you, Ma. (laughs) Hey, I love that, dog. I love that.
0: (laughs) And I'm pretty sure after he sent that, Drake went about his day, did whatever it is he did, probably went in the studio to make another, another few songs. But this man took that shit and ran with it. They got shirts printed up saying, I'm here for you, Ma. Every two minutes, he's either posting something on Instagram or whatever in regards to it. It's like, dude, you. Taking it
1: way too far. You're a troll. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> I think his wife even heard- posted something recently, and all I saw in the comments was, "Girl, people stop caring. People stop caring." An hour after it happened, it was funny in the moment because when I read it, right. I, I, I even as I'm reading the, I have clips of it. Even then, I'm, I'm laughing now, but I don't care. <laughs> like I still don't care.
0: I bet though. Every other hour, he's asking her, "Hey, let me see your phone." Did he say something else? <laughs> hey,
1: hey, hey now nah, did, did he met? Did he he sent you another message?
0: Right, because you know she didn't block him or anything. Would you? Would I what?
1: Say say say. Megan hopped in your DMs and said she here for you. She here for you, Frank. She know you are going through over there. She here for you. You blocking her? <laughs> No, <laughs> <laughs> this, don't be scared. She gonna hear it. She'll be all right. She understand?
0: No, absolutely not.
1: You know what I'm saying? What what what? He, I'm not blocking it. You, she not gonna block. It. I'm not gonna be mad at that. She don't, ain't gonna block it. Drake, follow you. You know, when people can't say that. It's fine. But if he jump in your DMs, you better tell me. Like I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I want that to be fucking clear. Like he sends you and that another nigga is message. One argument
0: away from her writing back, hey. And hoping, hoping Drake responds back to that hey.
1: Ain't nothing like a hey, what's up?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. And then if Drake is really petty, he'll knock her off just to say. I think Drake's I at level
1: of petty. Remember, I there was that, that rumor too. that he broke up some some dude's engagement because he 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 fucked the girl. She's fine, by the way. She's right up. If you're thinking of what Drake's, oh, Drake's type I is. I think I've
0: seen that. Yeah. Yeah. i seen her. Light-skinned like, chick. Thick.
1: Light-skinned. look like Shadé mixed with Megan Thee Stallion.
0: Yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. i seen that one. I don't even fault Drake for that one.
1: Hey, like Pac said, I ain't mad at you. <laughs> yeah.
0: The groom had every reason to be heartbroken and upset. I feel his pain, but...
1: Hey, just like the nigga gave, just like the nigga when I worked at Walmart and I said, he gave me the the.
0: Yeah. Hey,
1: what? It's like like fam, you got every reason to be mad. But but what we gonna do here? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like what you thought was gonna happen? Everybody was gonna gun for her. Just be mad at her. Don't be mad at him. Be mad at her. She was engaged to you. Understand? Them shooters was gonna shoot.
1: Because you miss every shot that you don't take. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. <laughs> man, on that note, give me an old school value. Oh, wait, wait. We can't do it on that note.
0: Tito's gonna be mad at you if you don't talk about the Met Gala.
1: He gonna have to be mad, because I ain't gonna lie to you. Wasn't that much, <laughs> wasn't that much to talk about, to be honest with you, man. To be honest, I almost I talked about the Met Gala at work with, you know, the girls at work who who are into that shit. Um I got home. And I'm not going to lie to you, it really ain't that much to talk about. I don't think anybody was overly great at anything. Honestly, I can't remember what one guy was wearing at all. Uh, And the women, mm, really ain't that much to say. Uh, I didn't understand the hat thing that that Nicki Minaj wore. I thought that was a little weird. Um,
0: Lala looked nice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It gave me fashion over, though. You know, and how the girl said it? it gave me fashion over.
0: Yeah. I it, wasn't mad at that.
1: It didn't give I, wasn't. I mean
0: No, it didn't give couture. It didn't give that.
1: Now we sounded like hoes. <laughs> you know, it wasn't giving. <laughs> um but uh but I don't know. It just I it was not there was nothing really for me to like this wasn't a year that I thought I the theme wasn't really too I, I wasn't hyped for the theme. I, I didn't... There was nothing... I, You know, y'all know I love a good fashion. I like to see red carpet shit. I love to see the nice tuxes and, and you know, like, see how the, how the men gonna show up, how the women gonna show up. Honestly, it was nothing. I have really nothing to talk about. And, you know, Zendaya and Rihanna wasn't, wasn't there. So, it really, it, there isn't that much to talk about. Why wasn't Zendaya
0: there?
1: I don't know. She's probably filming a movie. Like, people got shit to do. You're right. The Met Gala is... Okay. The Met Gala is a, is a charity. It costs $30,000 a seat. It's part oh, of they the- got the pay to be there? Yeah, nigga. You get invited, but you also got to pay.
0: It's a oh, charity event. Shit,
1: nigga. I don't know. I'm nowhere near those circles. I don't know how neither, went. Ni- nigga, neither am I. I watch the shit on E like the rest of us, okay? we Lizzo, Lizzo looked nice. I thought Lizzo looked nice. Chloe Bailey. It was... I didn't...
0: That was... That wasn't... Uh, She should have did something else.
1: It was something about... I think she was playing with the shapes. It's just the shape. She's such a shapely girl that... Let your body be the shape, and then you can have the dress and everything else do all the work. It was just too much going on. I, I think we're getting real catty in this moment, but whatever. It just didn't, it didn't do nothing for me. Um, the people from Ripley's, believe it or not, who had that
0: Marilyn Monroe dress and gave it to Kim Kardashian, whoever made that decision is a fucking idiot. Why you say that? If you're going to give a dress to somebody, uh. Something that's being held in a museum for preservation. At least give it to somebody to wear who has the same body type so they don't damage the dress.
1: Um, Kim Kardashian
0: is nowhere near shaped like Marilyn Monroe. Why would y'all put that dress on her? It's not going to fit her.
1: I think the, the, the thought behind that is that Kim Kardashian is the Marilyn Monroe of our era.
0: Then make her a replica. Don't try to put her in the same dress. They're not shaped the
1: same. They also gave her a, gave her a clip of Marilyn Monroe's hair. For fucking what? Nah, I don't know. I just saw a clip of it right before we got on here, and she was like, "Oh, now I could clone her." She said that's a joke. Like she hugged him because she feels like she embodies that energy of a Marilyn Monroe. I I assume she is the Marilyn. Like honestly, Marilyn Monroe was like the epitome of sexy in her time. That's that's. I, say what we want About Kim Kardashian But she has Been the driving force For a lot of what Sexy is To most of America
0: I'm not gonna argue With you there Cause a lot of times When these women Are getting these Procedures done They all end up Looking like A, a <laughs> version of her <laughs> Now, but honestly Usually every year For the Met Gala You would see Like I wanna say E if you If you look on Like their social media They would post like The dope Outfits, you know? Like I remember that one year Puffy had on that suit that had the lines coming in on all angles on it that looked dope. Chat with Bozeman, no words Probably, need to be said there. Yeah, no words. Um everybody there's always been years. Beyonce looked nice, but there's have always been years where it's like, yo, people stood head and shoulders above the rest. That didn't happen this year. I don't know what the uh the theme was, but whatever the theme was, I don't know if people stuck with it or it I just could put with that that together.
1: It's just that the Met Gala only. So because of COVID, there was a Met Gala just a few months ago. It really wasn't that long ago since the last Met Gala. Because they had delayed. What is it. the
0: Met Gala for?
1: I just told you it's a fundraiser. The Met Gala is done at the Metropolitan Fun? Museum.
0: What are you raising funds for?
1: Nigga, well, nigga I, I don't got thirty thousand dollars to give. I didn't ask that many questions. I can only give you what you got. <laughs> what I got for <laughs> you, all right, nigga. Give me an old school vibe of the week, bro. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry, Miss Jackson.
1: By Outcast. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I love, I love that song, but I knew it was either gonna be that or summertime because you did. It,
0: it was summertime. So the reason why Marvin think it was gonna be summertime, shameless book plug. I'm gonna go back to my original. Old School, which is Summertime. So this past week, I've been listening to the, the audio book, Will, the Will Smith book. If you guys are into audiobooks, I strongly recommend you take a listen. It's a dope book. Well, in the book, he talks about how he came across the beat Summertime and how that beat sparked something in him because he was on his way to fly back to L.A. from Chicago. He was at the airport. He heard the beat and knew that song needed to make the album so he got up went back to the studio his voice was shot and all and he recorded summertime and it was a hit it's probably one of his if not his biggest musical it's my favorite
1: it's my favorite
0: yeah it's definitely my favorite song girls is nothing but trouble was a huge hit for him and if i'm not mistaken that one song went platinum a few times maybe three or four times platinum. I'm not a sh- I'm not 100% sure. Um, he says that he mentions it in the book, how many times it went platinum, but I think summer, um, summertime might've went platinum more times than that. Um, but yeah, it was a dope song. It's my favorite song from it. It was one of my favorite songs of all times. It's one of my favorite feel good songs.
1: No, it is. It's one of the best. Honestly, it never feels like summer until I hear it. Like honestly, I, if I don't hear summertime at least once during the summer, it doesn't feel like summer. Whenever we have like a pool party or we go to the beach during the summer or whatever it is, it's got to be playing on, it has to be on somebody's playlist. It's a, it's a, it's a must.
0: That is a must summer song. And what's that song that Beyonce remade recently from Earth, Wind & Fire? What's the name?
1: She didn't remake a song make, from Earth. You talking about man, Before that I, I Let Go with- from Frankie and Maze?
0: Thank you. That pe- I knew it was an old Beverly group. and
1: Maze. You said Earth 25. Yes. Bro, don't talk about music no more. My my old school vibe of the week. That, nigga, you made me matches now. <laughs> my old school vibe of the week is All Nah by by Nappy Roots. You remember Nappy Roots? You fuck with Nappy Roots? Nigga, nigga, nigga. Just cause I love up north music, nigga. Oh Nah, hell nah, man. Y'all done up and done it, nigga. That's my jam. You don't fuck with Nappy Rules. I wish they had put out I more projects. I fuck I didn't think Nappy Rules
0: was your cup of tea. fuck out
1: of it. I, Nick, all them niggas could rap.
0: They fuck, can rap. Fuck,
1: fuck being from the South. All them niggas could rap. There's a lot of niggas from the South that can fucking rap. Just because y'all think it. I know y'all think, you know, all I listen to is whole and Up North music. But nah, nigga. Uh, R&B. And b
0: In
1: r and b Yeah, yeah. Mostly. I'm not going to lie. That's that's. <laughs> if, sh- yeah. if you thought I listened to R&B and b and you like, oh, pick an R&B song that probably was one of Marvin's favorites. Much all of them, you're probably right, but nappy roots man, that that them niggas could sp- every the thing was, every one of them can spit. I wonder, I guess, what well, they was from the Carolinas, though, right? I believe so. I want to say, I actually, I'm almost thinking Alabama, Mississippi, but,
0: but no, go no,
1: ahead.
0: no, I don't think they were there. They, they were country, but they wasn't Alabama, Mississippi country, if I'm not mistaken. Country I think they were more like Carolinas.
1: Rights. I'm
0: sorry. They had another song that was a really big hit too. Besides that one,
1: Poor Folks. That was the one with Anthony Hamilton. All my life I've been poor, but it really don't matter no. That was gonna be my other one, but I remember. But this all and all came on while I was looking for the for Poor Folks to play right before we got on, and I just got I just got instantly high. It took me back, man. That
0: was a good song. How old were we? Were we like in the eighth or ninth grade? We were eighth, ninth grade, grade, man. Yeah, I remember seeing a video on Video Mix. Okay.
1: Man, Video Mix. Definitely.
0: Video Mix. The box and Video Mix was dope. Because they just played videos. There was no shows to break up the videos. It was just all music all day. Give if there that. are channels still like that, I don't, I don't know it. Oh, those niggas was from Kentucky. Kentucky?
1: Bowling Green, wow. Kentucky.
0: Okay. I would I would have never guessed Kentucky. I don't think of any rappers from Kentucky. They might be the only ones.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Give me a give me a new school vibe of the week, man.
0: Oh, you probably. I mean don't a new like vibe us. of
1: the week, not new school. Jesus Christ.
0: I get you. Um, Mopstick, coat. Well, it's French Montana featuring Kodak Black. Um, I don't think this song is Joe Speed at all, but because I don't think you're a fan of either artist. I fucks with French. The
1: fuck you talking you about? Do? I fucks okay, with French. my bad.
0: Um, but yeah, it's the beat is hard. And it's a, it's a French and Kodak song. I mean, don't Gonna listen to the song if you're looking for heavy round, lyrics and punchlines. It ain't got that. If you like you're just a looking for something stuff, to vibe to with a dope beat, then like this song might be for you.
1: Curb, trip, so that
0: that's, all you. that's all I got you. That's all I got for
1: you. Okay. Um, What's yours? My my new vibe of the week is, you know, Jack Harlow just released his album today as we're recording. Um, like I said, them hoes love Jack Harlow. Hose Hoes love Jack Carlo. And he got a song on here with Drake called Churchill Downs. So if you if you're a Drake fan, like I'm a Drake fan, right? Now, now now not to take from Jack. Jack went Jack Jack did his thing on here. I feel like Jack's kind of finding his pocket
0: and really let it Where he sits. Like he's not
1: trying said, to be the extra lyrical first. person. I think he's trying to find himself as like, hey, I can rap now, but, but I'm gonna make popular songs. First. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: That's a very profitable
1: pocket. It's a profitable pocket, I mean, but it, it, it's enough where we kind of fuck. There's definitely a strong machine behind first. Jack Harlow. He's already, he's already been cast for a movie. House, he didn't even have an album out. Point. He already been cast Probably for a movie. He gonna be in White Man Can't Jump. He's gonna play the white man in White Man Can't Jump. Oh, he's gonna star in it, nigga. That's what I'm saying to you. He's got he's got an engine behind him. You know what I'm saying? And on here with so this this beat has. You know when Drake timestamps something like humble, you know 9 a.m. in Dallas? Or whatever, oh, whatever. is that? It's got okay. that type of vibe to it. And Drake and Jack does his thing, but Drake goes in on this beat. This nigga had this nigga had two bars. He had a couple bars in here that made it and go, "Oh shit!" This nigga had a bar. He said, "I'm out here making a mockery. I got my realtor out here playing Monopoly. How can I address you when you don't even own property?" <laughs> they only finesse you when you don't move properly. That nigga, when I tell you, that nigga hit me when I address you, that, that's, you know, I like a play on words. That's my type of shit.
0: I like that. That, that
1: nigga, that nigga said, lucky, Oh, he said, lucky me, there are people that don't fuck with me that are linking up with people that don't fuck with me to fuck with me. One more time. Lucky me, people that don't fuck with me are linking with people that don't fuck with me to fuck with me. Oh, I see what he did there. This shit is getting ugly. Nick, I'm telling you, you're going to fuck with this song. nigga. I heard that shit. I was like, oh, this is my shit.
0: Yeah, so my vibe ain't got nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't got nothing like that.
1: It's all right. I wasn't going to listen to it. No way. I was only going to listen to it. As- <laughs> I was only going to listen to it as long as it was going to take me to edit it and put it on the pod.
0: It's a short song. It's like, well, most songs are short. Most songs are the two verses now.
1: I mean, we only allowed to play 45 seconds regardless, by law. So (laughs) it ain't going to get too much anyway. Okay. By law. Damn. But on that note, my guy, anything else you want to bring to the table? Absolutely not. All right.
0: So, ladies and gentlemen, and all hey, those—I will just say this.
1: Higuf,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but those people expect. Should I even bring it up? Nah.
1: Wait, man. wait, no, no, no! I want to know now.
0: I was gonna say the people who listen to us expecting us to talk about that Roe v. Wade. There's other more. There's other people that could speak on it more eloquently than we can.
1: Oh no! All but we I'll can say this: is that we
0: don't agree with that shit. But we're not going to dive into
1: it. I'll say this: if you think. That it should be overturned We I actually want to sit down And have a conversation with you Honestly Cause I Honestly I kind of want to know What you People I'm talking to somebody Who I personally know If you personally Fuck with me I would like to have A conversation with you Not on this pod Cause I honestly I don't want to give your I don't want to give your Your reasons A platform But I want to have The conversation with you I'm not gonna lie nah, to you Nah If they want to <laughs> come on the pod Let them talk on the pod You're right but I really want to have a conversation with you because make it make sense to me. I understand that by rolling back Roe v. Wade isn't just them saying that anybody can have an abortion, but it allows states to do it. And we already see what the states are doing with what they got now. You know what I'm saying? And if we roll back certain women's rights where it's legal for women to do certain things, what's next? Because guess what? It's, it was only a couple years ago that me and a white man could go and enjoy a concert in the same place. That shit just because they only show you black and white pictures, where with Martin Luther King, there was there was color cameras out. They do that to make it feel like it was a long fucking time ago, but it really wasn't. I Dude, did not want to talk about senator, this, but Frank brought it up, so I
0: did. I mean, think about it. We had a senator, we had a senator in our government that passed away recently, who marched alongside with Dr. King. This shit went that long ago.
1: A senator who's whole life was trying to get some anti-lynching bill passed and it still hasn't been passed because lynching is still not illegal. What the fuck? Like, bro, shit is wild in this world. It's hard right. to live in this country. And we get on this podcast. If you guys look in our bio, when we first started this damn near two years ago, um, our two years is coming up real soon, Frank. Um, but when we first started this, it was literally in the midst of a quarantine and protest. I, one of our earlier episodes is literally the same. we're 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 recording the same day as the George Floyd situation happened. This okay. is our therapy. We enjoy now we we also pay for therapy outside of this, but this is the therapy we enjoy because you know we're not gonna sit up here and cry. We get through the week. We talk about shit that bothered us or shit that we found interesting, and we get our shit off. So yeah, we're not gonna always talk about every little political thing, but believe me, we pay attention. We have conversations.
0: Absolutely. Sometimes we just don't feel like we understand enough to bring it to this platform. But we do talk about everything. We do feel shit.
1: Yeah. Every platform isn't the political platform. But, I, like I said...
0: Especially when it comes to something serious. I'd much rather y'all go to people who are more educated on a topic and listen to them speak on it.
1: 100%. With that said... Ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, the podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table, and we chop it up. I'm your co-host Marvin, Young Saint, Charles Flex Xavier, That Man Beyond, and the man who lived long enough to know that the next nigga is the real villain.
0: I can... I'm the same man from last week (laughs) and the week before. (laughs) I can only be who I say I be. The F and F and D one half of this POD. Who else but me? It's Frank. You can email us at the Samurai Professional Podcast, Samurai Professionals Podcast at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at the Samurai Pros. Hit us up with any questions, comments, or even topic suggestions. Please like and subscribe on whichever platform of your choosing that you listen to us on. You can reach me personally on Twitter and Instagram and any other social platform you can think of at I Can Only Be Frank. And where can they find you, Marv?
1: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and all my social media platforms at MarvinXAdams.
0: This has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. Peace.
1: Peace.